Pulse After Dark, episode 45. We found the number. That's just like our illustrious president. <laughs> sorry, sorry. We don't want to think about that right now. But no, what we, do we want really to think about, fucking don't. What we do want to think about, though, is uh, penises. Because if we think hard enough, maybe, maybe they're there. Maybe they're there. Uh, you'll see what we're talking about, but hey, why don't we introduce ourselves? I'm Innocuous Blonde. And I'm Rio Way 24-7. And have you ever thought about, man, I want to see some yaoi, but I don't want to see any dicks. Why, yes. Yes, I, I never have, actually. No, <laughs> I want to see the dicks. I want to see the dicks. I want in <laughs> on that shit. I want at least an outline of a dick to uh, imply that one might be there. Even if it's censored. I mean, this is more of a drama than a fucking hentai, let's be fucking real. Um, yep, okay. I gotta say. It, it was a <laughs> slightly pornographic uh, drama? Yes, I'd say it was like an, an, a drama that included sexy stuff and had sexy stuff as a fairly strong plot underpinning. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, there, I mean, there's plenty of sex. It's just we don't see any of it. Yeah, there's there's not a lot to see. So, so hey, uh, in case you haven't gathered, it's a yaoi series. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, be giving you another one next week. It'll be great. <laughs> it has been it has been a long time, and if we're gonna be doing two in a row, that's gonna be like holy shit. Um, because the last one we did, if I remember correctly, was Enzai. You know, the one where Nazis (laughs) rape a bunch of boys. (laughs) Yeah. Nazis? They were basically Nazis. I mean, I thought they were just, like, French bad guys. Like, bad aristocrats. Oh, Nazis! Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) French power-tripping assholes. Um, And I want to say, I was going to say, was that two years ago? But I don't think it could have been two years ago, because Uh... that would have been... Because we kind of took, like, a one-year break after Little Boy was born, so... Well, yeah, because I was was trying to do fucking last year of school. You had a small child, and... Yeah, uh, so it might have been one of the early ones. So it's been over a year, let's say that. Um, it was definitely one where we started using a cover image, so... Yes. So, yeah, that was the last Yaoi we did, so, uh, figured it was about time... So the one I chose, and this is a bit of a classic, and, uh, you know, unfortunately it is a bit on the softcore side uh, for a hentai show, mm-hmm. but we're rolling with it anyway, and it's Boku no Sexual Harassment, or My Sexual Harassment, or a very confusing thing to feed into your search bar, because it keeps thinking you want to look up Boku no Hero Academia, but you're not. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> not that I have anything against Boku no Hero Academia, I'm just like, at the moment, I'm looking for pornography. I'm looking for that other Boku no, so, <laughs> woo. 
Uh, so yeah, my sexual harassment uh, dates back from 94 and 95. Oh, okay, so I just found it. Enzai was episode 20. Oh, shit. Titled The Yowie Episode. Yes, and now it's not the only one. Ha-ha. It's not the only one. I mean, I think this actually counts as BL and not Yowie, since we don't see penetration. Yeah, yeah it, it walks right up to that line and then refuses to cross it into, like, full-blown, uh, more hardcore Yowie. It's basically like, oh, you're going to see some nudity, you'll see some butts, and you'll see some obscured crotches. But that's Listen, about it. I wanted to see Mochizuki get fucking pounded, and I didn't get what I wanted. He gets it, but you don't get to see a whole lot of it. It's just implied. Yeah, it's just like, oh no, my... the penis. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) oh no, my boss is touching me. Where? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's thrusting their pelvis at my pelvis. We don't really know what's going on. I guess we'll just have to imagine. I I mean, I guess it's it's the room where it's just like, eh, that that might be like her vagina. Her vagina is in her belly button. (laughs) Yep, anatomically incorrect shit. So, uh, so yeah, this one dates from ninety four, ninety five. Oh no, and shit! <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's it's an old one. It's pretty well done for the nineties, though. Um, so. actually, like you know, it's definitely nineties, but it does not look bad for the nineties. It looks better no. than some of the two thousands hentai we've watched. Yes, yes, absolutely. There was some some money was thrown at this. Um, now this one was produced by Triple X, which also did our last episode, uh, which is Harvest Night. Mm-hmm. Um, they also did Mystery of Nonamura Hospital, um, and it was also licensed by Media Blasters. So this one is one that you can buy legitimately. Um, they also have Level C. Uh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Let me just categorize this one um, in their chunk of hentai stuff. Level C, fake, loveless, um, but also Bible Black is in there, oh. um, and. Haruo Daiteta, which is Embracing Love, Mezzoforte, Aino Kusabi, another yaoi series along with uh, Fake and Loveless and Level C, um, also Gakko in Heaven, and Sensitive Pornograph. So there's a lot of yaoi thrown into that portfolio, including my sexual harassment. I would like more yaoi, please. Indeed. So we're going to have to put those on the list. Um, and this one's based on a novel by uh, Sakura Momo. Um, the synopsis goes as follows. Mochizuki is a young businessman who works in an office. While doing his job, his boss, Honma, comes in and starts to fondle him. Honma says that Mochizuki should be expected to do stuff so that he can climb the... Do stuff. Do stuff. (laughs) So he can climb the ladder to become a successful businessman. Mochizuki then starts to sleep with other men so he can become successful. Some men think Mochizuki is sexy, so they then force themselves onto Mochizuki. This is the most... Blah um, uh, summary synopsis. Gosh, did I not find a better one than that? Jeez. Because um, it's basically like he is in a business. His boss touches him. He starts sleeping with other dude for success. Then some rape him. And it's like, that's very, very generic. I mean, it's true, but... Okay. I mean, yes, it's the most broad strokes. Uh, but, um, gosh, yeah. Okay, so here's a slightly better one. Um, consists of three OVs that revolve around the protagonist, Junya Mochizuki, performing sexual favors in order to help his mentor and lover, Kazunori Honma, as well as himself, climb up the company ladder of the computer firm they work for, which is presumably located in Tokyo, Japan. Mochizuki easily attracts the attention of both men and women in his company, the first of which is his boss, Mr. Honma, who Mochizuki has an affair with throughout the three OAVs. 
So there you go. I guess that's a little more specific. Yeah, I mean, so this is basically a story of a bunch of guys being like, hey, I'd fuck you, but no homo, okay? (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely an overarching feel of, well, you're just hot. That doesn't make me gay. Well, like, literally one of the first lines is, boss, I'm not gay. (laughs) Well, neither am I, but sometimes you gotta do this shit. And I'm like, look, guys. (laughs) This is the worst justification for sexual harassment. Like, literally, you're just fucking gay. Yeah, at least some, at least some gay. So, <laughs> so uh, the way this one starts out is uh, actually with a flashback of sorts, which we're going to see throughout the OAVs, um, of a sort of a summertime scene in rural Japan. It looks like there's like rice fields with those paths running through the middle. You can hear the cicadas, so it's very classic Japanese summer. Oh, yeah. um, and there's a kid who's hunting for bugs with a net and a jar. Uh, and then immediately we're thrust into the title screen and uh, we're treated to a synthy soundtrack as a dude is running upstairs to a train platform to meet uh, Yaoi anime John Ham slash Don Draper, <laughs> which is what I referred to um, Honma as in my head because he's got that tall, square jawed, swept back black hair and the cynical eyes. I'm just like, oh fuck, it's Don Draper. Yeah, except, you know, a little bit more rapey. Except a little more, yeah, a little more rapey, a little more angular, because, but this is anime, of course, so. But also, I don't want you getting involved with this, my boss who likes S&M Mochizuki, because I want you all to myself, but not really. <laughs> oh, man. So it's complicated, but uh, we start out with Mochizuki um, doing a little voiceover. He's basically the noob. Um, yep, he's been there boss, a year. Yep, he's been in this, this business for about a year. It is a computer firm. Um, and, uh, in the nineties, yes, in the nineties, it feels like the nineties here too. Oh yeah. Um, and his boss, Mr. Honma are en route to, uh, Niigata for a client meeting. And, uh, he's looking and they're on a train. He's looking out the window at the scenery and Ooh, it snows when they get there. Isn't that exotic? Um, Um, well, I guess depending on like what time of year it is, maybe it's like, Oh wow. Things are already covered in snow. Cause I don't yes. think Tokyo gets a whole hell of a lot of it. Um, yeah, I don't think Tokyo gets a, a, a boatload of snow, but uh, well, at least they're pretty not. far south yeah. in terms of like Japan. Yes, so I think it kind of goes to show that that Mochizuki is this sort of. I mean, it's very much following the standard trope of big eyes, innocent character, narrow eyes, cynical character. Yeah. So Mochizuki is the is the wide eyed noob. And not that he's really a noob if he's worked for the company for about a year, but he's like the young, innocent guy who's amazed at things. And Hon was just like, hey, hey, with my eyes. Um, and uh, we were, we're told via the voiceover that he's, Honma, is super successful. Um, and he's very much like the women want him and men want to be him kind of character. Yeah, and so uh, we uh, then move to this flashback in which, another flashback, there are lots yes. of those. Um, a in shorter wi- term <laughs> flashback this time, though. <laughs> yeah, so in which uh, Mochizuki is on his computer, it's late at night, all the lights in the office are out, which I'm just like, uh, man, if you're still in there, you can keep the lights on, but whatever. <laughs> um, so so he's just working, and then uh, his boss comes in, and he's, and he's just like, who is it? And it's like, oh, it's me, your boss. And, I'm, and he's like, oh, okay. And then uh, he's just like, oh, good job, uh with the work you're doing, um, keep at it. And, yep, uh, gives a little pep talk. And it's just like, you need to have more confidence in your work. You've worked here for a year. You're good at what you do. And he's just like, oh, well, thank you. And then 
he like puts his hand down his shirt. Well, and, before he does that, he does a little oh, he, like ghost pottery scene thing on him where he like puts his hand over his hand on the mouse, like, here, let me show you something. By the way, I've noticed you staring at my face. Do you like my face? And he's just sort of like, huh? And then he's just like, by the way, I'm going to throw my hand on your shirt now. And also, I'm going to kiss you. Yeah, I'm going to kiss you. There's actually um, a lot of kissing in this. There was, yes. Uh, in the beginning. Yes. Um, it's so romantic. <laughs> uh, there are parts of it that are kind of romantic. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, Mochizuki, like, immediately, like, stands up and is like, but I'm not gay. Yeah. And Homo's like, yeah, me neither, but it's good business to be prepared to use any tool you have to succeed. And I'm just like, so I'm wow. Gay. Yeah, worst <laughs> cover line ever, where he's I, just like, no, 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 I, you, you're getting it wrong. I'm touching you because you need to figure out how to sell your sex appeal for business purposes. Also, I'm married and have kids, and I hate it. Please fuck me. Um, yes, that happens later. It's like, oh, yeah, and his wife and kids. I'm like, wife and kids? Again, the Don Draper thing again. <laughs> um, oh, my God. So, um, so yeah, it's a big no-homo situation. And yeah. yet, uh, he basically then, like, kind of melts into Honma's embrace uh, and makes a lot of noises. And I'm like... <laughs> and then we fade back into present. Yeah, yeah. So they're still they're still on the train. And they're talking and they're talking about you know the meeting that they're gonna go do and and we uh, see the hotel and mm. Mochizuki is just you know hanging out at the hotel yep. and he's just like oh he's in the shower. We do get a shower like view of him and boy this boy's a twink if I ever did see one. Like, oh yeah, classic, classic. Like, Twinkie boy, uh, and so uh, he, uh, <laughs> he's he, the fit slender type. <laughs> he, he's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, there should have been some more shower scenes. I think that would have been pretty cool. I would have appreciated it. Like, you're not yeah. gonna show me his dick. At least show show me him being sexy. But yeah, um, come on now. So um, so there's a little shower scene there, and uh, and this is actually after Honma gives him a call. It's like, yeah, you should take a shower and relax because you'll if you go into the presentation tomorrow. You know, you know what you're, you know it, hands down, you're going to be fine. You just got to make sure that you rest up and we're going to leave a little early because of the snow. It's like, okay, sexy shower time. Um, And then uh, he basically is then reflecting on how Hunma is this sort of like wonderkind uh, that, uh, and that even though they came from the same university, that like Mochi was like just super lucky to be hired because he went to the same college, but isn't nearly as amazing as Mr. Honma is. I mean, and, uh, that actually turns out not to be true later because Honma basically like not directly, but basically admits that he was put through this exact same situation until yeah, he worked his way up the ladder and then became daddy himself. Yeah. <laughs> um, sure seems like it. So, um, yeah. so there's your moral of the story, kids, is that you don't, it doesn't really matter how much you know, it is who you blow. <laughs> <laughs> but so, uh, he comes out of the shower, and Homa's Surprise, motherfucker! And Homa's standing there in a robe, and he's just like, this presentation, it is good, you will do awesome. And, uh, he's just <laughs> like, oh, sir, uh, what are you doing here? And he's just like... Oh, our ro- this is a suite. Our rooms are right next to each other, and I'm just like, wow, dude. Like not they have the adjoining at all. Yeah, they have the adjoining door, which, you know, honestly, whenever I go into hotel rooms, I automatically look for any adjoining doors because if I'm staying next to somebody that I think is cool, I'm be like, yeah, let's just leave the door open. And if I'm not, I'm like, 
bar the fucking door. Yeah, right? Um, and so I, uh, yeah, he, uh... So he, he basically's like, hey, you, should, uh, you shouldn't sleep in pajamas. You should sleep commando, like a real man, a.k.a. me, like this. And takes off his robe in a manly fashion. Yes, takes off his robe, and he's just like, oh... And uh, well, she's, she's like, okay. So they drops his robe. They f- they fall into bed together. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, not gay, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, um, sure. <laughs> it's like at least not some sort of shade of gay, like Jesus. Um, There's and, a little bit of flexibility here on that hetero label. <laughs> I don't know if I uh, see. I'm not convinced of Mochizuki. I think he's really fucking gay. Um, but yes. I think that's quite plausible because he doesn't, or at the very least, he's like, I, I don't want to say, I don't want to say ace. He's definitely not ace, but like, I'm going to say he's like, maybe like low sexual attraction, but like kind of single target sexuality kind of guy. Uh, Demi? Hey. Maybe Demi. Yeah, maybe Demi. Because he doesn't seem to be interested in that many other people, but there are people aside from Mr. Honma. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> plenty of plenty of other boys get this boy's butt, but... That's true. Yeah, there's some other boys that are like, I really like you. And he's like, I don't really know. And I'm like, just own it, man. Just own it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, uh, like, oh, he, he does flat out reject a couple of people. And he's just like, nah. Um, and yep. I'm just like, oh, wow. Uh, I feel bad, especially for fucking um, Fujita. Poor we'll, guy. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so meanwhile, uh, he's getting his asshole fingered. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Because basically, this is, I think, the first time that they've had any intimate contact, aside from, like, the late-night grope and kiss um, at the office. So um, I will give this anime some credit, is that it's good at establishing time having passed. Because in some series, that can be very ambivalent. Um, uh, um, Yeah, I mean, they stated a couple... Was it a day ago or not? (laughs) I mean, they, they do state a whole bunch of stuff. So, for instance, like, you know, this is a year after... The whole grope and kiss thing, I think. Yeah, at the very least, it's been a chunk of time where things haven't been happening, but this is like, oh, things are happening now. Yeah. Um, so, so Honma is, uh, yeah, fingering Mochizuki in the butt and uh, is then, like, kind of sucking him off a little bit. Um, and he actually says, like, do you want me to lick you? And I'm like, wait, so have they done this before? Because this sounds like... He says, like, do you want me to lick you today? And I'm like... Um, I, 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 I get the sense that they have maybe done some stuff before, but maybe this is the first time they've gone all the way. Sure. Gotten really penetrative with things. Um, yeah, I mean, it's perfectly wonderful romantic yeah. uh, moments <laughs> where they are in a hotel. And, oh, it, Mr. Homo. Yeah, and then he... So he basically sucks him off a little bit. Uh, but doesn't seem to get him off all the way. He's just like, by the way, I'm putting it in now. Um, And uh, and he does see, he makes a lot of lip service to being gentle, but the way Mochizuki sounds, it doesn't sound like it's super gentle, but then I'm reminded, it's funny too, he's making comments about like, oh, your face, I love your face looking this way, where you're like interested, but you're kind of uncertain about it. And at some point you're going to get used to this and I won't get to see that face anymore. And I remembered a meme that was floating around past or, uh, that I saw just very randomly, a definite NSFW one, where it was a, uh, 
a meme that was like bottoming, bottoming your first time versus when you're used to it. And the first uh, picture is from the Lion King of Mufasa clinging to the cliff face like, hurt! <laughs> and then the when you're used to it is Scar doing this sort of like languid stretch on the rock from earlier in the movie. <laughs> Topping is hard. Yeah. So <laughs> it, I, I, that's what I thought of immediately was the topping verse or sorry, the bottoming versus uh, first time versus when you're used to it. And I was just like, okay, so maybe he'll stop making disturbing noises. Uh, I, I, that's I, basically how the scene plays out is yeah. that it's, it's his disturbing noises um, and scene. <laughs> yeah. And so then he gives his presentation and while he's giving his presentation the next day, uh, mustache boss um, is <laughs> the just the pervy 70s executive is just like yeah yes I'd like to stick my dick in that Titus yeah, and <laughs> good to me this is how I decide all my business decisions is with my penis I mean if this was the <laughs> 60s <laughs> I suppose I mean I don't know uh, so yeah the uh Oh, yeah, yeah. The, I referred him to as H-Boss. His evil eyes are so evil. Um, and then Homa... The, the fucking sound effects here is just like... <gasps> and, uh, and, the, and then, like, Homa notices that evil exec is just, like, giving Mochizuki the... Uh, let me, let me touch the hairy the, eyeball. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, uh, the uh, I'm gonna fuck that eyes. And uh, he's just like, hey, And... <laughs> So then they go back home, and uh, they Mochizuki uh, gets into the elevator, and yes. a girl runs in and is just like, "Oh, Mochizuki, you like fixed my mistake in that program. Like, thank yes. God for you." And yes. uh, and she's like, "I'll I need to buy you a coffee sometime." This is right before she runs off, and as another uh, coworker whose name is Fujita, walks into the elevator as well and rides a couple of floors uh, with uh, Mochizuki. Um, and he's like, hey, do you like tennis, uh, Mochi? And uh, Mochi's like, yeah, cool, let's play tennis. And somehow this kicks off a rumor that they are totally gay together. Yeah, and a bunch of girls are talking in, like, the locker room or some shit. And yeah, this is the thing that you'll sometimes see in anime where you've got, like, a, yeah, like a changing room that's a locker room where you change from your, like, business attire into your street clothes before you go home. And I remember the first time I saw this, it might have been in Golden Boy, and I was utterly confused because yeah. it's one thing if it's, like, a factory where you've got, like, nasty jumpers that you have to get out of, but it's just, just an office. So I'm like, I guess maybe if you've got a very specific uniform and maybe the business launders it for you, that makes sense. But it's a thing. It's an anime thing. Yeah. So, um, uh, uh, so yeah, the the uh, the girl's name is um, Miyagawa, and she has a huge boner for mochi, um, yeah. as you do. Uh, but the other girls are like, oh yeah, they're totally together. She's like, no way, Mochizuki's straight, and they're like, being straight doesn't matter. Pure love is involved, and like, of course, fucking will ensue. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, sure. But, um, but they're like a Fujoshi Greek chorus in the way that they talk. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> and so, um, uh, she's just like, oh man. And then, uh, we see, uh, 
uh, we don't actually see them playing tennis. We just see no. the a- the afterwards, in which uh, they're at like a ramen shop or so whatever, and uh, they're yeah. they're they're like fucking hammered. And yeah, um, it's one of, it's one of those little joints that's like it's basically a bar stand, and they also happen to serve some food. <laughs> yeah, um, which sounds awesome, by the way. Oh, <laughs> uh, there there is a word for that. Uh, I think it's I, I don't remember it. Um. I don't remember it either. I was thinking of of snack, which sometimes is uh, short for basically a snack bar, which is really easy to run. But that's different. I'm pretty sure because they don't serve booze at the snack bars. I'm pretty sure. Um, no, there's like a very specific Japanese word for the type of place where it's mostly beer, but also like small plates. Yeah. Um, kind of like a trattoria in uh, Italy, but um. Yes, like a tapas bar, but Japanese. Um, there's a word for it. There's a whole bunch of TV shows on it, actually. Um, yes. I just don't remember it. Uh, so they're doing that, and uh, Fujita is just like, oh, wow, Mochizuki, you don't like... Yeah, Izakaya, thank you. Izakaya, yeah. I was yeah. just looking it up, and I was like, oh, Izakaya. Which, again, amazing. Thank um, you, Mal. Um, thank you. So, uh, so they, yeah, they basically have gone, done some tennis. They... Um, Basically, uh, they're drinking, and Fujita, who's, like, definitely the bigger dude, is surprised that Mochi, little slender twink guy, um, can actually drink. And then they basically bet their bodily autonomy on who can drink more. LOLOLOL. Yeah, I mean, it definitely just kind of sounds like a joke, but we're starting to get the picture that maybe Fujita isn't joking. Right. Um, (laughs) And... So then, so then, uh, they are... They're in a cab. They're in a cab, and they're headed back to, uh, Mochizuki's place. Yep. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, Fujita's just like, wow, Mochizuki, you're really cute. And Mochizuki just says, like, that's something you see with your girl, stupid. <laughs> and then he falls asleep on his shoulder, and I'm like, oh, so cute. <laughs> and Fujita's definitely doing the... Oh my god, my crush just fell asleep on me. <sighs> kind of look. Yep. <laughs> and um, Fujita is like about to confess his feelings to unconscious Mochi. Um, uh, sorry, he was about to confess and then he notices he's passed out. Um, and then he does like the almost kiss of unconscious crush. Um, but then Mochi actually confesses, set, yeah, Mochi. confesses that, he's like, that he likes Honma. Or at the very least, he says something about Mr. Hanma, and then we don't get to see what it is that he actually said. But it definitely implies that he and Hanma have a relationship, or that he has feelings for Mr. Hanma, which Fujita was not aware of, and is sort of like, <gasps> about, so. Yeah, uh, he does get confronted about it, and um, it's kind of a like, hey, has he done stuff to you too? Because uh, <laughs> he... Uh, that becomes like a point actually is like, oh, you you like Mr. Homa and it's just like, what are you talking about? It's just like, uh, I don't. And we get the sense through a comment of like, oh, I didn't start thinking like this until I came to this company. That Fujita mm. probably also got put through the ringer. Yeah, I kind of wonder. I didn't really think about it a whole lot from Fujita's perspective, but um, yeah, it's a thing. Um... So, uh, oh, so then we rejoin the office. Uh, Miyagawa, the office lady, is sad that Mochizuki and Fujita are still playing tennis, 
quote unquote air quotes around that playing tennis because she's mm-hmm. like just immediately assuming that like playing tennis equals the gay sex, whatever. Um, sure, that's a new euphemism. They yep. play tennis <laughs> together. <laughs> um, and uh, basically, just to establish, she's like, ah, oh, darn. And then uh, Mochizuki's called in to talk to Mr. Honma, and he is informed that executive porn stash uh, from the previous scene is coming to Tokyo to talk business, air quotes, and uh, basically then in private confirms that it's basically just to, to fuck Mochizuki. Oh, yeah, and uh, he's just like, uh, so, and then Mochizuki's, and, and Homa's, he, he does a really great job ma- manipulating this kid. Oh, and he does. He's just like, you know what, it is your choice, you don't have to, and he's just like, but if I did, it would secure the business deal? Oh, absolutely. And if well, I, I think he says, like, well, I can't guarantee it, but... <laughs> I mean, it would certainly help. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's just like, uh, if, and if I don't, we'll have to go back out to Nick, Nick to a bunch more times. He's like, mm, probably cost a lot yep. of time and money. And he's just like, well, if I can save the company time and money, then I guess I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, so essentially coming out and saying like, oh, he's interested in you, <gasps> but you don't have to do it. Okay. But wait, it'll be bad. Won't it? And he's like, well, uh, maybe, I don't know. I mean, it's your choice. But it'll save yeah. time and it'll be good for the company, right? It's just the whole thing of it being like, I'm not going to order you to do it, but you can choose to do it because you like me, right? <laughs> yeah, and then he's just like, you know what? I need to make sure that you're ready for tomorrow, so I'm going to fuck you on my desk. Yep. And uh, Mochizuki at this point is definitely fucking into that shit. He's just like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, this is what you need to do to become an elite businessman. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> So, um, so, honey, yeah. I'm gonna go become a salary man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I think he's on the DL. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, this is happening, and then we're treated to a little bit of a dramatic eye meet and like just other characters thinking about Mochizuki and how much they love him and stuff. Because we see Miyagawa notice that the meeting room that they're in is still occupied, and she doesn't hear anything, but she's like, "Oh wow, they're still in a meeting." And then down the hall, Fujita is also like seeing that they're still in this meeting and being like, oh no, because he knows something that she doesn't and that there's some feelings between uh, Mochizuki and Honma. Yeah. And I just keep, I wanted like love as a battlefield to start playing. Oh no. <laughs> we are young. Heartache to heartache, we stand. But um, that doesn't happen. I wish it did. That'd be pretty fun. So um, yeah, uh, then let's see. Or where are we at? Uh, sexy time at the workstation. Oh, yeah. And then the uh, Miyagawa actually sees Fujita, like, staring out of the middle distance while doing copies on the biggest copier ever. <laughs> it's the 90s. It's the 90s. <laughs> and he, yeah, he's, he is zoned the fuck out. Um, and he's looking kind of forlorn. Oh, no, and no, no, then, no. Um, that, that, that happens after he gets fucked by... Um, Oh, no, she's actually... I'm sorry, she's talking to Fujita, and he's looking forlorn. Um, and... Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so, yeah, that is after that. So, yeah, Mochi steals his resolve. Uh, there's a lot of forlorn-looking in this series, I gotta say. There's a lot of drama, trauma a happening. Um, so, yeah, Mochi steals his resolve, and then there's another flashback to that summer cicada jar thing, where, like, uh, catching cicadas and putting them in a jar. It's like, okay... I probably should have looked up what the symbolism of cicada was to figure out if it means something sexual or whatever. 
Um, so yeah, he goes to meet porn stash, uh, executive porn stash, and uh, he, executive the creepiest porn stash gives, sounds in a hentai <laughs> I have ever heard. He gives no fucks if Mochi's having a good time at no. all. It's, He's just like, ooh, you're so slender and your skin is pretty and you've got pink nipples and also a pink ass. I'm going to put my dick in it. Yeah, and he's just like, ow! And... Yep. Then it's and over. He's just, and he's just and, having a good time. Yeah, so. and then, uh... Fuji t- guess, so, the re- so uh, there was this trip yes. uh, planned for the company, and Mochizuki got asked to stay behind... And then he could attend on Sunday. Right. Uh, He's staying behind to, uh, to do the whole executive porn stash meeting thing. Yeah. But he really wants to go, so he's like, yeah, I promise, I'll be there on Sunday. Yeah, and uh, Fujita wanted him to come, so he went to go pick him up, and a, uh, they talk, and it doesn't go great, because then Fujita's just like, hey, uh... You like Honma, don't you? And he's just like, what? what? And then Honma like calls that. him in like the worst possible timing, and is just like, hey, how did your meeting go? And he's just like, oh, it's fine. And uh, yeah, he's like, oh, uh, it, uh, Fuji just says something back, and he's like, oh, is that Fujita back there? Did he confess his love to you? Oh, how do you know? Uh, right, because yeah, just he, they're packing up. Fujita calls him on his feelings for Honma. He's like, but no, I don't. He, and Fujita's like, the thing is, though, I like you. And then the phone rings. It's Honma. They get totally cock-blocked by him. And, um, yeah, he's just talking. He's like, oh, how'd it go? And then he's like, oh, is someone else there? I bet it's Fujita. <laughs> yep. And uh, he's like, oh, you should have some fun with him. I'm like, ooh. And they don't three. because Fujita leaves. Uh, yeah, that won't happen. And by the way, I'm totally team Fujita right now. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, he's just like, yeah, that pimpin' was great, Mochi. Um, good on ya. So, uh, let's see here. Um, then he asks Mochi to meet him the next day, so that basically precludes tennis. Um, and Mochi apologizes, and Fujita buggers off, because he's like, I guess I'm not wanted here. Meh. Um, and then Mochi contemplates his choices and his future in business, and that is the end of part one. Yeah. And so, so then... Another summer flashback begins part two with a jar of cicadas. It's super summery. Um, there's, like, the uh, um, indications that, like... Oh, I can't remember the name. Uh, like, a Matsuri is going on, like, the summer festival. Yeah. Um, and little Mochi tosses his cicadas into the river because he's a dick. And I don't like little, Mooch, little Mochi here. Yeah. Um, I, we don't know why he did that, but... Um... Nope. But that's did. not a nice thing to do. I mean, and they're then, just bugs, but also, aw, those poor bugs. I like cicadas. I like cicadas a lot. I love that mm. that bug. I think they're really cool. I love the sound they make, which <laughs> I know is weird, but I actually love cicada screams. <laughs> and um, I just then, don't. Uh, I, the only bugs I like to kill are the ones that are problematic, like mosquitoes. But, yes. like, ants and spiders and stuff, like, I'll be like, no, you just go outside. I don't want to kill you. Especially spiders. They're very useful. I know they so, are, but also they scare me. <laughs> I fr- I'm friends with them, but the big ones do scare me a little bit. So I'm like, ooh, okay, I'm going to get a really big jar. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyways, I felt bad for the dead cicadas. 
and then Mochizuki starts awake and he's staring at the skyline and recounting that three um, years ago. No, 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 because no. um, eh? first uh, we see that he meets up with this old dude. Or oh, is that, does that happen in the flashback? I, I thought it was just the cicadas in the river. No, because I'm pretty sure that this is where <coughs> he meets um, younger Honma. Let's see. If I check my notes, I can I can verify. Alrighty, let's see here. Do 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 do. Part two. Uh, okay, let's see. Da, 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 da. Okay, no, that happens a little bit after. Oh, it's, okay. It happens like mid part mid to part way through this episode. Okay. okay. So it's more like an opening sequence of like, okay, so Kate is their dead summer flashback, and it's open, or it's open, and that's over. And now we're on to the present day. Okay. So Mochizuki startles awake. He's sca- staring at the skyline, and recounts that three years ago is I think when he started with the company. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, shit's been weird lately. Um, he meets with, uh, Mr. Honma again and is kind of like, oh, by the way, uh, you're doing good work and business is good. We've made those deals, making them, making them cash, making them cash, making them bills, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Mm -hmm. but that he was spotted going into the hotel with executive porn stash by, uh, Sawamura, who at the time I was like, is that their boss or some other guy? Um, but he basically knows, he also knows about Mochizuki and Honma's relationship. And now he wants to meet, air quotes, with Mochizuki. Um, yeah, and this is when um, Honma is just like, I don't actually really want to introduce him to you because he's into S&M and yeah. ew. And I'm like, oh, yeah. come on, man. But, uh... <laughs> Well, it's funny, too, because um, they're saying, uh, he's saying, like, oh, how do you know that? And Homer's like, how do you think? And it's just like, Jesus Christ, man. Uh, yeah. So, um, so all executives in Japan are gay. Mm-hmm. That's my headcanon now. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't think he'd be in the SM stuff. But cut to the hotel. And I'm guessing this is a situation where it's not in their interests to say no because he's got information about them that could be indicating inappropriate stuff. So he goes to meet him, um, and immediately we're, we're looking at Mochi, who's been bound, and I'm trying to remember, did he get gagged at this point? No, or he, he, just w- have, he wasn't gagged. No? Okay, so yeah, he just has, he's just having a vibrating dildo used on him. So, you know, like you do. Um, and uh, then Honmo arrives... Initially, I was like, kind of awkwardly, because it's just like, oh, yes, come in. Witness my Twinkie sex slave being buzzed in the butthole. Um, yeah. And, and Homa, he's just like, hey, I brought wine. Cool. <laughs> yeah, and Homa's just like, hey, you need to go easy on him. He does have work tomorrow, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Orzuki's just like, oh, thank God. And uh, the guy's just like, hey, uh, then loosen up for me if you're going to take that out. And it's just like, what? <laughs> so then... Uh, Homa is fucking Mochizuki, um, and Sawamura is watching and then joins in. Yes. So there we go. And this is when we get the flashback. Yeah. Um, the bigger flashback to Lil Mochi. Uh, he's seeing fireflies on a bridge, and he meets somebody who basically looks just like Honma on the bridge, and he's initially in an oni mask, and he's like, boop, ha ha, didn't mean to scare you, though. 
uh, hey, want to see some fireflies? Or want to see something cool? And it turns out that it's fireflies in his hands. Um, and then he also, like, saves him from falling off the bridge, I guess? Mm-hmm. So it, there's not a whole lot that really happens here, but establishes that there's some kind of, like, kind of creepy childhood relationship here. Um, yeah, it kind of seems to me that maybe uh, Mochizuki doesn't remember this, but... yeah. Horma probably does, and that is mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. So back in the present day, Mochi is actually getting transferred to Boston. So we're Ooh, having a big I laughed. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was kind of like, sure, okay. I so mean, not most New- pe- so not not New, New York, York, but yeah. fucking Boston. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I actually appreciate that. Sure. Um, well, it kind of has to be because then you've got the a new character whose name is Joe, uh, Joe oh. Nimi, uh, who's an MIT graduate. And you know, MIT graduates never leave Massachusetts. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, so he is now, this guy is now Mochi's boss, or at least his temporary boss or whatever, um, who uh, in a car is basically like, hey, how's it going? By the way, you should come over to my house. I've got some cool video games. And I was then like, oh. It's 1994 or 1995. I wonder what video games were coming out. And I checked out a bunch of them. Like, shit, there was a lot of video games that came out that I loved in 1994 or 95. Because uh, that was the year that we got our Super Nintendo. Uh, and we had not had anything more advanced than an Atari up until then. So mm-hmm. I was just like, woo, vidya. Um, and uh, so anyways, yeah, he invites him over. He's like, oh, but I got English class. Like, I'm really busy. Uh, Mochi really likes the situation He's keeping busy But he's rewarding And also he doesn't have to Fuck creepy old Executive porn stash dudes Hey Yeah hey. I mean, he, he does He does flat out say like Um yeah There's a lot going on But hey At least I don't have to Fuck anybody anymore Yep Definitely happy about that So um And like real talk Real quick Like if that's something That happens in the business world and, and this is a very, like, heightened fantasy reality, ob- fantasy reality, fantasy world, obviously. But having somebody be like, and also you have to fuck me so that business can happen, is very antithetical to, like, what most people get into careers to do. Because if you wanted to be a sex worker, you probably could have been a sex worker. Yeah. It, uh, so yeah, yeah, there's... There's a whole bunch that we could get into discussing, probably, but mostly it's just like, hey, when you're supposed to be there doing, like, computer programming, and someone's like, but also you have to suck my dick, it's like, oh, for Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he's pretty psyched about that. Um, and then Mochi recalls his send-off party, where Fujita is basically like, I don't want you to go, I, I really like you, and I'll, I'll miss you, and, um, and Honma is also leaving, uh, and he, this is where the wife and kids are mentioned, um, so it's like, geez, oh man, there's a whole, this guy's a mess. Um, and, uh, Miyagawa, the office lady is also going to miss Mochi cause she's carried a torch for all these years. Um, and, uh, she's just kind of like left to cry at the bar where, where, uh, Mochi and Fujita go out to like the veranda to be all romantical like, and, um, yeah, uh, Fujita basic- asks, asks, um, Mochizuki to kiss him and he yeah. says, okay. And he's like, uh, are you just pitying me and he's like yep <laughs> and but he's also like I'll wait for you and I'm yeah. like aw and Moshiki's just like you shouldn't do that if that day never comes you're gonna feel bad yeah. and he's just like well you don't know that yep 
And apparently it's a temporary posting, too. It's supposed to be, like, what, a year or two, something like that. Yeah. So it's not the worst. But, um, so, yeah, Fujit is carrying a real torch here, and Fujit is adorable. So um, <laughs> I think I wrote in here, yeah, Team Fujita, bitch. <laughs> yep. And uh, so, uh, yeah, then we kind of pop back into the present where he's in Boston. Uh, Honma actually pops into his office and is like, hey, by the way, I'm going back to Japan for a while, so bye. Um, and you should learn a lot from Joe and Emi because he'll teach you some things. And boy, mm-hmm. does he. Um, so over at Joe's house, Mochi's taking him up on his invitation. He's playing video games, probably playing some Sonic and Knuckles. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty rad because it's 1994 or 95. I'm not really sure which. Um, and, uh, yeah, Joe's plying him with bourbon, being like, yeah, you should totally have a drink, even if you're driving back. Don't be so serious. It's cool. Um, and he kind of makes a little bit of a pass at him. But Moshi's like, oh, no, that's cool. Uh, gosh, I better go look at the time. Yeah, and, and then, uh, um, and then uh, <laughs> Joe, like, at the door is like, hey, is this you? And by, is this yours? And by that, I mean, hey, does this smell like chloroform to you? <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> Boof, right over the mouth. And, and, he's just, and he's just like, oh, okay, I'm gone. And then he wakes up uh, tied to the bed. And he's just like, oh, yep. you're sexy, and I've wanted to fuck you since I saw you, and I bet you're just Honma's little cute little sex slave. And he's like, uh, no. But he's like, I was, I wanted to do this since I first saw you, but I wanted to wait until Honma was away. And I'm just like, okay, sure. Um, sure. <laughs> um, and then he's oh, just like, Oh, by the way, the you- decor... The decor in his mansion is, like, very 70s feeling to me. I don't know how it felt to you. But, like, it has this sort of, like, green carpeting and white... I was going to say raw iron. It's probably... It's not wrought iron, but it's, like, white metalwork. It's, like, the bedroom area is, like, a... It's, like, just up some stairs from where the living room area is. It's, it's got, like, a very bachelor pad kind of feel for such a fucking huge place. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a fucking loft. But, um... So but it's in the middle of nowhere. Like, I it know. Make... <laughs> um, Anyways, but... it, that, just a weird note. Weird yeah, note. So he's just like, oh, it's your first time. And he doesn't... He's just like, do you want to be my first fucking time? And, he, and so <laughs> then he, like, touches his ass, and he's just like, oh, you are a virgin. And I'm like, sweetie, no, he's not. Nope. <laughs> And uh, he starts rimming him, uh, and um, yeah, that's where he says that he waited till Honmo was away. Um, and then we and actually get a, a shot that reveals that uh, there is a hidden camera behind like a mirror near the bed. So they're being recorded, and that is creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, so he basically, uh, I guess, is that all that happens in that scene? I didn't write a whole lot more. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And the next okay. day happens or something. Or it's been a little while. It's been and, a few uh, days. Like, in this case, it really has been just, like, a few days. And he's... Uh, Joe stopped it, stops into his office and is like, Hey! And Mochi's like, Ugh, I don't like you. And he's like, Oh, why are you being like that? Remember where we touched each other all over last night? And, by the way, here's a videotape. Uh, I also have copies of this, so if you try to do anything, I'm going to totally spread these around to all your family and friends because gay is bad, um, according to the universe of this particular series. And uh, he's like, it's been like this for the last four nights. He invites me over, and I can't say no because blackmail. Yep. Yep. 
So um, he wants to get Mochi to work for him at Buick, which I'm like, I don't think Buick appreciates this name drop, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, he's like, yeah, you should come. And this is, you know, after another, like, post-coital scene. Uh, he's like, yeah, you should totally come and work for me. You can come work at Buick. And he's like, what? And he's like, we're wherever. It doesn't really matter. Um, and uh, Mochi, meanwhile, is thinking he can't call Honma for any kind of advice or help because then he'd be a failed businessman. And I'm just like, this is not a business transaction. This is blackmail. Yeah, no, this has nothing to do with business at this point. Yes, very much so. But there's definitely some shade going on with Joe. So put a thumbtack in that. Um, so, uh, yeah, you're kind of like, what is he saying about some kind of plan and having to do with Buick or maybe not Buick? Um... And then he just rolls up in his uh, 90s car and uh, outside of the business offices and is like, hey, Mochi, meet me at my place tonight. And then there's a shot kind of panning out and you can see someone standing in the woods and big surprise, it's Honma. Like, who else would it be? Mm -hmm. Uh, And um, then we're back at uh, Joe's place and Mochi meets him there uh, after Joe's already there. Oh, by the way, he sports a, like, crop top and matching briefs, like, in black. And that's his, like, Dom SM outfit. It's very... <laughs> it's very funny. And, yeah, Mochi gets in. He's like, I was fucking waiting for you. What took you so goddamn long? Mochi's just like, oh, chill out. How about I mix you a drink or pour you a drink? Because all he wants to do, basically, is drink straight bourbon. Damn. Um, so he gets him a drink, and Joe's like, by the way, my plan is well underway. Let's quit together. Um... And then he starts being like, whoa, I feel funny. Uh, turns out the drink was drugged. And Honma appears. All right. Uh, I yep. unfortunately don't remember anything past <laughs> this because I didn't get to, that far into my rewatch the other day. So No problem. Okay, so you might remember some of this as I mention it because um, he's also been tied up in the bedroom area, but he's on his, fl- on his floor, on his back, with his legs up in the air, with a bottle of wild turkey being emptied into his butthole. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, um, we're in toilet town again, everybody. Yep, yep. Except we're not going to see a whole lot of toilet action. It's basically I mean, just like, we're going to butt chug. <laughs> it's like, we're just going to make you butt chug. Which, by the way, pretty dangerous. Especially with considering how much, like, uh, whiskey they poured into his ass. Like, that's the way the butt works. Um... And uh, so, yeah, uh, Honma does some exposition where he's like, oh, yeah, I totally know that you were selling some of our business information to Buick's parent company. um, But, hey, we found out that you were a trader and uh, I've told them that that's exactly what you were. So good luck getting another industry job, motherfucker. Um, So there's a little more bottle sodomy and uh, and some more butt chugging. And holy shit, he brings out an ear of corn. And the corn goes in his butt as well. Oh, no. If anybody has ever seen AMV Hell divided by zero, I want to say. It might be zero. Or divided by zero. There's the part where it's like, it's the clip from um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force where it's like, gentlemen, I present corn. (laughs) I don't know if I really like this. It's different this time, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. 
So uh, I, I kind of went like, oh my god, it's the corn scene from that AMV Hell Divided by Zero bit. Oh my god. So um, so yeah, that's where that came from. Corn comes out and he sodomizes him with corn, but he seems kind of into it because he's basically butt-chugged like half a bottle of wild turkey. So now he's just like, I'm so fucking wasted. This is great. Uh, we don't know if he dies or not, but maybe he did. I don't know. <laughs> so um, at this point, Mochi is reflecting, again, down to the business, that Honma's business skills are kind of scary. His commitment to pursue his career is just so thrilling. And um, that was his reflection as he stands out in a, I think it's like a little field outside of Joe's house, and suddenly a whole bunch of fireflies like float up and it's very beautiful. Um, right after that scene. <laughs> so that's bizarre. Uh, now, part three starts yet again with another childhood flashback, um, and it, again, has sort of, like, creepy child-slash-adult or older teen uh, overtones to it, where, um, it, let's see, there it's a little mochi and possibly Honma question mark um, hanging out on a boat on a lake where mochi's swimming naked around under the water, and uh, his friend, Honma question mark, is uh, lying in the boat, and um, they're actually on the shore at this point, and he checks in. He's like, oh, my gosh, I thought he was dead. But it turns out he's okay. Cool. And, like, what a weird thing to flash back into for childhood. But, okay. Sure. Yeah, why not? Um, and uh, then again, we're back in where Honma drops into Moshi's office. He inquires about his upcoming vacation that he's filed for because he's like, man, I need a break from this shit. Uh, and uh, he's going to Hawaii. And just so happens he's actually going to be meeting up with Fujita. Um, and yeah, he really just wants to get away and have a break from this absolute shit show of business intrigue and, and butt stuff. Um, and uh, Honma invites him out to dinner, and it's very fancy because they're wearing like matching suits. And uh, they go back for drinks over at Mochi's place, where um, actually... Uh, Let's see, oh, what does it say? Yeah, it's Mochi's place, and, and uh, Honma is going to pour him a drink. He's like, hey, can I get you some bourbon? And I'm like, that's really insensitive, given what just happened. <laughs> because that was Joe's, like, signature drink. Yeah, what a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, like, the whole thing, it's funny, the corn was supposed to be like, oh, this is the corn that makes that bourbon you love so much. And I'm like, that's, that, that's my head hitting the notebook. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's very incensed. He's a dick. Uh, but he uh, also is remarking, like, hey, why don't you just go take a shower and relax? So Mochi goes to take a shower, and uh, Honma actually, like, sneaks in and is like, you really need to take care of yourself. You're so skinny, and your skin feels so cold. And the shower has, like, laser-looking effects in it, and it's very weird. Um, and then he jerks him off, because that's what you do when somebody really is in need of, like, hugs and warmth is you just whack them off. I don't know, maybe it's a guy thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, let me just jack you off, bro. You'll, you'll feel so much better. No homo, right? <laughs> yep, you'll feel loved this way. Um, maybe that's his love language. I'm not sure. <laughs> sure. So, um, so it is kind of a tender scene where he's like, hey, man, I know things have been really rough on you, and um, I'm here for you to jack you off. <laughs> Um, and then either after that or in the morning, uh, Honma's actually, like, 
uh, sucking him off. And then there's like a moment where there's like a little drip on the corner of his mouth and it's that very glowy, shiny effect. <laughs> it's just like, oh God, he's got nuclear glitter jizz. Oh um, no. Yeah. And then he actually confesses that he has feelings for Mochizuki. So it's like, oh, holy shit. Okay. Uh, of course, you can't trust a whole lot coming from this dipshit because it seems like everything he does is is like calculated business intrigue. I mean, for once we have a male character doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Um, so Mochi actually like reciprocates and is like, I really care about you too. And but then he's also kind of like, it's still that sort of ambivalent. Like I'm, I don't know if I'm in love with you in a full romantic sense but like I definitely have feelings for you and he's like wondering like gosh is that what do I really love him like that or, or what's the deal I don't even know my own heart uh, so um, then he gets pounded again and he sounds like it's a bad time but I guess it's supposed to be good because afterward uh, he's like uh, reflecting on that oh but he um, there's, a, there's another memory snippet so I guess it was so good he fell asleep afterwards um, and at this point, it's him diving naked in the, in the river for his lost jar and his pal uh, playing a leaf flute. And uh, then he wakes up again and Hon was like, hey, it looks, seems like that was really good for you. It seemed like you really enjoyed yourself at last. And I'm like, he hasn't been this whole time. Wow, you're a dick. Um, for like years? Uh, yeah, basically. Um, so uh, he's like, I wish I could have seen your face. And I'm like, just get a big mirror, man. That's the, that's the solution. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, then uh, we're back at the, I'm trying to remember if this is the American office still. I think it is. Um, so in the Boston office, he's having some uh, coffee in like the lounge area. It's like a nice lounge area. It looks like a cafe. Um, and he's like thinking again to himself about his emotions. Like, oh man, have I ever really loved anybody or anything the way that I'm thinking about I might love Honma. Um, but then some girls come over and interrupt his reverie to tell him how um, they were like, wow, you always looked so young. We thought maybe you were an intern. Um, and also, hey, have you heard about this hot new guy, William Rogers from the UK? Um, and weirdly enough, one of the designs of uh, the girls looks a lot like Gillian Anderson in the 90s, uh, like the early 90s seasons of... Um, uh, X-Files so oh, that was yeah. really weird <laughs> um, so yeah it basically they're like this is a hot British guy who's apparently coming to town uh, so I'm like okay so this is going to be the next boy um, yeah. so he's the son of a top executive and he's also with like the UK brokerage so he's got like not only does he have family ties to big business but he's also got like his own legitimate business savvy um, so, like, probably crazy amounts of money. Um, and it turns out that uh, Sawamura decides to give Mochi a call. Now, Sawamura is um, the creepy executive they couldn't refuse when they were found out about the other executive. This really gets yeah. confusing when you look at it from, like, a bird's eye view. Um, and he's like, oh, I've been so lonely without you, Mochizuki. And Mochizuki's just like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, like, definitely... And he's just reminiscing aloud about Mochi's hotness. Um, but anyway, he mentions that Bill Rogers, and he's like, Bill or Biru, as he's like, oh, that's short for William. And I'm just like, dude, that means his name sounds like beer. That's awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Uh, so he's like, hey, you should, um, like, uh, you should 
welcome Bill Rogers because he's having this like welcoming party after party thing, but conveniently, it's during the time that he's supposed to be on vacation. Da 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 da. And this isn't, yeah. And this is another one of those meet with the air quotes around it. So there's implications here. Um, so he uh, Mochi actually goes and talks to Hanma about it and kind of objects because he's like. Uh, dude, like, I'm supposed to be on vacation. Couldn't you fill in for me? And Hunt was just, like, takes it as this sort of, like, sideways confession that, like, I don't know. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. He objects to Hanma saying that he'll fill in for him. And he's like, this is a sideways confession that, like, you'd rather do it yourself rather than me do it. Uh, and then they uh, do it on the couch because, yeah. Uh, sure. basically just, like, rides on his lap and uh, is making a little bit of noise. And he's like, oh, no, we shouldn't do it here. He's like, the walls were thinner in Japan, and we were louder then. And I'm like, oh, shit, maybe Miyagawa did hear something in that scene before. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that happens. And they're in their full business wear still. So, again, this is a very, um, uh, you don't see any dicks. And in this one, you don't even see any nudity. It's just, like, right through their pants. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that happens, and then Mochi is like, fine, I guess I gotta call Fujita and say that I can't make it to Hawaii, and turns out instead of not going, he's just like, well, I've got a business meeting, but I can still come out there, it'll be a shorter trip, um, and Fuji's like, oh, I guess, sure, um, and then he goes and meets the, uh, Bill Rogers at a big indoor pool slash beach, which I'm like, I don't think they had those in Boston in the 90s, I could be wrong, <laughs> Yeah, I don't think those existed, but whatever. Sure, why not? Um, so, Or maybe it's just an artistic rendering of, like, a very large indoor pool area at a fancy hotel. Because they're supposed to be at a fancy hotel. But the place oh. looks like one of those giant indoor beaches that I remember hearing about in the 90s, but not in Massachusetts. No, not in so, Massachusetts. You have to go up to, like, around here in New Hampshire to find one of those. Yeah, and they were all over Wisconsin when I lived there, so that was kind of a weird thing. Um... And you can even find them around here, too. But anyways, this is uh, how many? 20-plus years ago? So less yeah. of a thing, I would imagine. Um, so he meets him there, and uh, he's like, oh. Uh, I'm sorry, Bill is like, oh, so you're cute. Uh, are you seeing anybody? Uh, by the way, you should come for a swim. He's like, oh, I don't have a swimsuit. And he's like, oh, that's no big deal. Then you can just swim naked. Here, I'll take off my Speedo, and then you won't feel embarrassed. And, and by um, that, I mean it'll be easier to stick my dick in your ass. Yeah, it's like, take off your Speedo so you won't be embarrassed. Um, or sorry, I'll take off my Speedo, and we can both just be flaunting our man meat. It'll be great. Um, and uh, Mochi actually dives in. He, like, jumps on the diving board and then does a dive. And I'm like, wait a minute, he's freeballing right now. Wouldn't that be a problem if you're bouncing around on a diving board? Oh. Paging anybody with testes right now? Anyone? Anyone? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like it might be a bit of a thing. So, um, but whatever. Small, small, minor. Uh... <laughs> All right, in the chat we have a, yeah, kinda. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, they do a little bit of swimming. And um, he, let's see, what does he say? Oh, yeah. So then Bill is kind of all up in his business. Um, oh, God, there's another fucking flash. This episode is a mess. So this, um, there's another flashback to Lil Mochi finding his jar at the bottom of the uh, lake 
which is empty. I don't know how the cicadas got out of there, but whatever. Um, and uh, then Bill's putting the moves on Mochi. But Mochi's like, um, your bodyguards are here? And he's like, oh, wow, they're keeping such a distance. I'm surprised that you even noticed they were here. But okay, sure, let's have some privacy. They go into another part of the thing. And um, uh, and I think they're just on like a weird park bench. So, yeah, it's super classy. Um, and, Keeping uh, it classy, hentai. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he did rent out the whole private pool area. But if that's the case, seems like he could have had some cushions brought in for sexy times. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, he basically uh, is giving it to Mochi on the bench there. And he's like, oh, I was so excited that I'd get to be with you because I've heard so much about you. And I'm like, is Mochi just like the legendary bottom boy of the business world now? <laughs> sounds like it. Sure sounds like it. And he's like, I was so excited that Homo was able to arrange it only two weeks ago. And it's like, fucking dick. That meant that you knew about the vacation, but you arranged the meeting anyway. Homa is a dick. Yep. <laughs> so um, he get, then Mochi gets back to his house, and Fujit is actually there to surprise him. Yay! But turns out that he was kicking around Boston, you know, that small town of Boston, and just happened to see uh, Mochi going into the hotel with that rich guy. I'm like... Yeah, because that's just exactly what would happen in small little Boston where nothing's ever happening. Not to mention the fucking roads in Boston are, like, legendarily hard to get around in. So, yeah, good luck finding anybody there without, like, explicit instructions written and on fire. Yeah. Like, the only... excuse me. The only way I could see this working is if he got there and creepily stalked him from his hotel... From his apartment to the hotel and I'm like Fujita don't be like that but let's assume that it's just a really weird contrived instance so um he uh happens to see him and he's like what was going on like with that meeting with that rich dude um and actually he says I forget what he actually says he says like it's my business or it's my affair or whatever. And he actually says Bocono in it. And I was like, hey, Bocono business. But business hey. is in air quotes. <laughs> Bottoms of legend in the chat. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. Then Mochi's like, yeah, I just wanted to thank him personally. And um, Fuji is like, oh, that's all. And he's like, with my body. Uh, he doesn't say it that evilly, but he's like, yes, I went to thank him with my body. And Fuji is like, what the fuck? Is that what they do here in Boston? Is this a Boston thing? <laughs> but uh, Mochi sets him straight. He's like, no, no, I've been doing this since I was in Japan. And he basically, uh, Fujita then postulates that Honma must be leveraging Mochi's feelings for him to get him to do these things. Uh, but Mochi insists that he didn't, he didn't manipulate him which, of course, everybody watching this is like, bullshit. A big bullshit. Yep. And uh, insists that he did it freely of his own will. And that he's like, you once asked me if I had feelings and, and loved Mr. Honma. And I told you that I didn't. But my feelings have changed. And Fujit is like, my heart. And then he dies. No, just kidding. He doesn't die. Oh, uh, man. He, yeah. They're actually, I don't even remember if he leaves the apartment. Because the last shot I remember was after this little bit. Uh, Fuji, uh, not Fuji, yeah. Mochizuki is just looking out the window, like the curtained windows, and is like, I don't really know what's going to become of me. 
but I want to keep trying to be a good business person with Mr. Hanma, and only time will tell what my feelings will result in. Meh. And that's the end of the series. Boom. Fucking bullshit. Um. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, pretty much. Why do so, you uh, give this thing I need to go the fuck to sleep? Oh, yeah. Okay, so, um... All in all, it's really... It's so softcore. Like, it almost doesn't even, like, warrant a rating. Um, and... I just want to be... I, I just want to basically say, like... You know, I like the animation. The story wasn't too bad. Um, it was lacking in the hardcore. But I certainly can't give it a no. Uh, I think I'll just give it a mild direction. Yeah, you know, I don't agree with you. Mild direction. Like, because the art was good. The, I liked Mochizuki as a character. Literally, it was just that, like, the sex was there. Like, yeah. It was there, but it wasn't. Like, you know, yeah, people are doing it, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah, it's very cut up and very censored, so it's, like, kind of hard to be like, yeah, this is hardcore hentai, yeah. But, uh, eh, I mean, it's there, I guess. I, and yeah. I was trying to think, I was like, you know, when we were watching uh, uh, Nozokiana, that one was also very uh, edited so that you didn't see much, but there were tits. So, there was that. Yeah, um, uh, and I mean... But there was also, a lot more sexy situations happening, too. Yeah, I mean, there was more titillation, like, yes. in a lot of different ways. Like, they didn't necessarily need the penetration. Um, yeah. While in this case, I think it would have seemed to be benefited from that. Yeah, I would agree. So, um, so yeah. That's the, the right. next yaoi. And I think we've got another one lined up for next episode. So it's yeah, summer I, of boys' love. <laughs> we're we're doing um, next time. Uh, we're doing a one episode Yowie title and a one episode uh, weird dystopian school scenario uh, uh, thing. So uh, I will send those right. to you in a bit. But uh, cool. for now, good night, everybody. Good night, children.